Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And then there was space. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. How your week going, Ben Ready? Trash. But, uh, you know, it's funny, man. A lot of times we come and sit down and we talk and talk. Bad trash fucked up. Our week is bad, but our life is great. Yeah. So we can take a bad weekend here. Yeah. Out a couple months out of the year. Yeah. Fuck it, we still great, right? Exactly. That's what I was saying last week. Like, your mood is temporary. But happy is a state of mind. It's a state of mind. Happy is the choice. Your mood, you can't really choose your mood all the time. But you can always choose to be happy. So, I completely understand. What about yourself? Man, I'm I'm doing fantastic. The Scooty Davidson is back in its rightful place with its owner. Vroom, vroom, bitches. Hell yeah, nigga. The motherfucking Scooty Davidson out here tearing up these goddamn streets, boy. I'm all over the place in that motherfucker. Nigga done already put it at, at least 400 miles on that motherfucker in the, like the last couple of days. On, on a quarter of a tank. Nigga, hell, <laughs> nigga, on, on $20, nigga. $20 done got me all over the motherfucking place, boy. It's it's amazing. I love it, nigga. My fucking windshield gone, though, so the wind be whooping my ass. Ooh. I got a I got a new respect for the motherfuckers who ride them them roll kings, nigga, that don't got nothing on the front, just mm-hmm. handlebars and a fucking headlight. Especially the niggas who wear the little brain bucket helmet that don't cover your whole nigga. Bugs in the shit out your face. Whacking the fuck out you, nigga. And then the wind, nigga, like once you get it up past like sixty, nigga, that wind be like it's like civil rights footage when they was hitting the niggas with the water hoses. <laughs> Nigga, that's, that's how the wind do you, my nigga. The wind be beating your ass, nigga. Like, it feel like the wind is trying to take your helmet off, your skin off your face, pull your shirt off. Nigga, it felt like, huh? I was say, check the ringer on there. Oh, okay, Make yeah, sure no shit, off. huh? Yeah, that, that would be fucked up. Okay, like volume, mute, what, swipe the screen down? Nigga, I don't know how to use iPhones. And it's crazy, because iPhones are supposed to be like the user-friendly phone. But it's all about what you used to. Exactly. It's not friendly to Android users until you get one and you're sitting there with it for a minute. You like, oh, this shit is real easy. Cause most of the people who go to Android, they always say, like, nigga, these motherfuckers is difficult as fuck to use. And I'm like, yeah, nigga, because you used to the iPhone. iPhones are made to be user friendly. So, you know how that go. I just prefer Android because you got more control over the motherfucker. That you do. It give you more control to fuck it up though. That you do. That, yeah, that be just like a PC. Be, yeah, that's why niggas be fucking them up because it give you so much access to shit, you know, and it's just like how the government keeps secrets from people to keep them a little blind because, you know, too much information, you be fucked up out here. Facts. You know, every everybody's not to be trusted with information. But um, the the name of today's episode is So Fly or Too Fly, Just Fly. I done fucked all up already and shit. <laughs> but that's just, you know, it is what it is, my nigga. Anything, anything that got to do with fly, be fly, fly. Think outside of the goddamn box. If you ain't never been on a plane before, get on one. Because I tweeted earlier today, a lot of motherfuckers is afraid to fly because they scared to die in a plane crash. But me personally, I was always afraid to die without ever having flown in the airplane. Because, you know, I look at flying as like freedom. A lot of motherfuckers is afraid of freedom because freedom is uncertainty. 
but I'm afraid of bondage. Like I'm, I enjoy being free, doing shit, going places. Like I enjoy that freedom, even though that freedom is uncertain. It's expensive to do that shit, and a lot of motherfuckers don't want to do that. But you know, for for what you pay for, it's completely worth it. But without you actually going and taking that step, you'll never know. And me personally, I don't like that shit. I don't like the thought of that. You know. Mm-hmm. My nigga said iPhones is for people that are not technologically literate. Not exactly. I know some some niggas who really fuck with computers that like iPhones. You know, it's just a motherfucker's preference. But anyway, uh, let me just something that just got on my mind. Fucking with y'all niggas, these motherfucking shooters that shooting up shit. Because I think it low key ties into getting around and going out and doing shit and <clears throat> making moves and things like that. Man, protect your motherfucking self. You know, this is just game from me outside of the show, outside of the context of what I wrote down. Man, if you're going into these places with these big crowds of motherfuckers, man, keep your head on a motherfucking swivel. Watch out for these lonely motherfucking white dudes, man. And all you women at the slut walk, fuck a lonely white dude. Do the United States of America a favor. If you see a lonely white dude looking shifty and... He's real awkward and all of that shit. McLovin-looking motherfuckers, because it seems like McLovin is out here tearing up shit. <laughs> Give McLovin some pussy. McLovin ain't getting no loving. Exactly. Nigga, McLovin is McLonely. So y'all need to get that nigga some McPussy so he can stop shooting up every goddamn body, because this shit don't make no motherfucking sense. Within the last, what, three, four days, these motherfuckers done killed at least 30 goddamn people. Well, shit, if you put last, the last week, you still have, you got the uh, the garlic uh, festival yeah. to to uh, attack in there, too. So it's been a number. I think it's, I think it's been like something about 200 people, like total, in yeah. the past week. And that's a goddamn shame. Like I said, they need to put armed security outside of all these motherfucking events. If it's going to be more than 100 people somewhere, man, y'all need armed security. Y'all need uh, closer access to a police presence or something like that. Like, that's a trip, like. Like I said, I don't even want to go to the L.A. County Fair because I'm like, fuck that shit. If I go to the fair, nigga, I'm going to need the, the police or something to be there. Like, nigga, how was these niggas getting into these events with these big-ass motherfucking rifles? Luckily, in California, a lot of that shit is illegal, so we don't really have it as much. But that garlic shit was in California, so somebody out here modifying some shit and motherfuckers need to get that shit under control. Like, the, the police need to be... In these areas. For some reason, y'all niggas want to be at all our shit. Y'all patting niggas down in front of the high school. But y'all motherfuckers ain't patting down these white boys who shooting all the shit up. Mm. Nigga, we don't got mass shooters like that. Nigga, y'all motherfuckers is treating us like we got all types of guns. But these motherfuckers running through with the AR knocking shit down. And y'all motherfuckers ain't even looking twice at them. This motherfucker run up with the whole fucking Neo from the Matrix kit on. And y'all let that motherfucker slide on by with the goddamn, you know, uh, World War Three assault rifle on his ass. Like, that shit don't make no motherfucking sense, man. You know? But it is what it is, you know? Like, what they need to do is, like my boy said, my boy Smooth, keep these motherfuckers anonymous. Quit giving they ass all this, this air time. Because it's like when a motherfucker see the mass shooter becomes something of a celebrity... Like, we know Timothy McVeigh's name, mm-hmm. the Unabomber, and Dylan Roof, and, like, we know their names. Y'all motherfuckers need to just bury their ass like somebody did it. Don't even say who, because motherfuckers will go and try to be the next killer celebrity because they feel like being a celebrity in death is enough for them, and that's some bullshit. Don't make these bitch-ass motherfuckers famous. Fuck them motherfuckers. But anyway, back to the motherfucking regularly scheduled program. Just fly. Basically, I came up with this on some like uh, my homeboy went on a vacation. He went to like the the Caribbean, mm-hmm. like Turks and Caicos and Dominican Republic. Luckily, he didn't drink none of that liquor. Um, just all the islands down there and shit. And he was just saying like, man, niggas need to do this shit, man. Niggas need to get passports and visit other countries and go on vacations and go see shit and do shit and 
I was like, yeah, nigga, I, I kind of been on that. Like, I, the last few years, not last year, because I was trying to, you know, stack my paper up to buy the house. But, like, I try to go on at least one vacation a year where I get on an airplane and go somewhere far and get to see other people and, and do shit. But, like, I had told him, because, you know, when he went, he did the excursions, which is like, you know, when you go on a cruise... They got like the little prepackaged things you can do, like ride quads or mm-hmm. ride horses or scuba dive and shit like that. Like me personally, like I told them, I just like to go see the locals. When I go on vacation, I always like to go to where regular people live at and do the things that the regular people do. Like, you know, I always go try to run into even like, say, the people who work at the resorts. Like, man, where do y'all eat at? They're like, oh, well, you know, we have a good restaurant here in the hotel. I'm like, no. Where do you eat? Like, when you get off work, what's your favorite restaurant? Right. Like, what's the restaurants that the niggas who live out here eat at? Because that's the shit I like to do when I go to other places. Because I feel like your perspective really comes when you're around motherfuckers who do shit that's outside of your normal realm of... You know, what you look at every day. Like, you know, certain shit, like you go to, you know, like just, let's just say hypothetically, you go on a trip to New York. Mm-hmm. Most people going to go see the Empire State Building, um, the Statue of Liberty. Times Square. Yeah, Times Square, ride in a taxi cab, eat one of those big ass slice of pizza. Like you going to go do all the shit that they tell you to do. Most people, that's how they live their life. Like they do what everybody's saying to do. Oh, you got to go here. You got to go to this place. Like, niggas come to L.A. and go to Roscoe's. Nigga, Roscoe's ain't even really that big cracking in L.A. Like, nigga, me? When I went to New York, I was like, nigga, where where y'all niggas eat at? Because, of course, they got, I think, Sylvia's, the soul food spot. Yeah, yeah. Why would I do that? I know that's what everybody else do. Like, me, I'm like, nigga, where's the niggas in the hood little low-key spot at? Like, where, where y'all niggas eat y'all soul food at? Because I know you niggas, when you go in Sylvia's, it ain't a bunch of New York niggas in there. It's a bunch of tourist motherfuckers in there. So, like, when I go places, I like to go to where all the the local motherfuckers. Like, hell yeah, I'm going to go to Panama one day, nigga. One of these days when you go, nigga, let me know because I'll come with your ass. Because if you know your way around, that's how I want to travel. Like, when I go to Mexico, I tell my coworkers all the time, nigga, next time you go to Mexico, let me know, nigga. I want to go with a nigga who, who know how to move and shake around the city. Because me personally, I'm just an out-the-box thinker. And I always promote that shit to people. Like, think outside the box. Get outside of the box. Whether that be the hood, the suburbs, or whatever your, your upbringing is. Because a lot of motherfuckers live according to the path that another motherfucker set for them. Like, they, they grow up and get into the job that their parents wanted them to do. Or they they go do something just because they know that's supposed... And I ain't even going to say they know. But the perception of what they get into is supposedly something that makes money. And a lot of times, that's not what leads to happiness. I spoke a lot on my last episode about happiness and the pursuit of that. You know, like, whatever you do... You should be pursuing happiness. Whatever you do, you should be finding happiness within what you're doing. You know, a lot of motherfuckers, they, they choose money over their happiness. A lot of motherfuckers choose supposed comfort over their happiness. And a lot of times, happiness ain't in your comfort zone. A lot of times, what's going to make you comfortable is outside of your comfort zone. So... You know, I always tell motherfuckers, you got to step out of your your box every now and then. You got to think outside the box a lot of times. A lot of the motherfuckers who change the world is the people who think outside of the box. Conventional shit is not what's going to make you legendary. Doing what other people do is not what makes you legendary. Every motherfucker who ever came along onto this planet and did something great was a motherfucker who thought outside of the box. A motherfucker who thought beyond what people thought that they could do. You know, like a shit, a Michael Jordan. He got cut from the motherfucking, you know, cut from basketball with a freshman, even though I think he he went up for varsity as a freshman. Like, I don't think they told that whole story. Like, 
mm-hmm. you know, oh, he got cut from the freshman team because the next year he was starting varsity. So he must have had something. You know, somebody got picked over him, which is funny because I'm like, you know, where's that dude? But at the same time, you know, he, he was the motherfucker who thought, yeah, y'all think I'm trash, but watch this. You know, and a lot of people in life, that's just how you got to get down. Just like with this podcast and shit. Literally, none of us know what this shit going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit could become a, a trillion-dollar industry, or this shit could go away. But we going for this shit. Like, everybody in this game is going at this shit like something is going to crack from this shit. Whatever it is, we not sure. But it's always... That faith you got to step out on when it comes to anything that's going to make you something in life as opposed to a nobody. Like, would you rather your name be remembered or forgotten? Because the motherfucker who's forgotten is the motherfucker who stays within those two white lines walking across the street. Like, a lot of motherfuckers are scared to step outside the crosswalk. A lot of motherfuckers are scared to go outside of what motherfuckers tell them to do. And them motherfuckers is going to be forgotten. Like, I forgot which, I think it might have been Marilyn Monroe, the legendary hoe, who said, good girls never make history. Like, it's true. Good. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's red tag sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Nobody ever make history. Nobody ever made history doing exactly what they were supposed to do in all aspects of life. Like, you got to step out of something and go do something. Like, I, I was uh, laughing with one of my partners one day. He had got out the pen, and I was like, shit, now you got the opportunity to become a millionaire. And he was like, the fuck you talking about? I was like, I look at criminals a lot of times as people who are willing to step outside the box. They were willing to do something that was against conventional wisdom and that parallels with a lot of millionaires a lot of you know uh what you call it a lot of criminals step off into the legal life and still be successful Mm -hmm. like a rick ross or um shit jay prince a lot of people because they willing to step outside of what is perceived as the right thing to do and do something different even though, you know, everything legal ain't, what would you call it, within the box. You could be an out-of-the-box out nigga and be completely legal. You know, a lot of motherfuckers are scared of the uncertainty of entrepreneurship because they feel like it's, you know, it's it's the the uncertainty of freedom. Like, they looking at it like, shit, if I... If I quit my job and do this shit, you know, I, I ain't going to have that safety net of the paycheck. Oh, I'm not going to be, oh, man, you know, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? Like, you what if in yourself out of something that could possibly turn you into, say, the next Jay-Z or the next Bill Gates or the next Mark Zuckerberg or some shit like that. Because at some point, them motherfuckers have to step out on faith. Like, you, you know, faith is taking... The first step, not knowing that the staircase is there. You know, like when it comes to you being an entrepreneur, you got to be able to go off into some shit not knowing what the fuck it's going to lead into. Like this podcast and shit. We don't know what the fuck we finna be doing from here on out, but we own this shit. You know, so I look at motherfuckers and I always tell them like, you know, if it's something that you feel passionate about, you should just do that shit. You know, that's why I wrote just fly because it's it's like flying. Getting in an airplane is scary. 
it could crash. It could blow the fuck up. It could be a mass shooter on that motherfucker. You could end up in some September 11 shit. That motherfucker crash into the ocean, fall out the sky. All types of bad shit could happen on an airplane. Or you can get to your destination. Somewhere that you never would have went in your car. You know, like I, I look at a lot of shit as, yeah, in, a lot of shit could go bad. You can crash your fucking car and die. You can die literally doing anything, nigga. You can die eating cereal. You can choke on a motherfucking Cheerio and die. But you you take that risk. And a lot of times in life, you know, in order for you to get where you really want to be in life, it's some risks you're going to have to take. And a lot of motherfuckers are scared to take them. And that's why a lot of motherfuckers ain't where they could be, where they should be. A lot of motherfuckers don't reach their potential in life because they like, shit, I'm just going to get this motherfucking check. I'm going to work these 40 hours. And I'm going I'm to be where I'm at. You know, this is cool for me. And even like motherfuckers like that, like I tell niggas all the time, like even in, in nine to five scenarios, like they say, uh, I was looking at a study that said people who change jobs every two years make, I think like $250,000 more in their lifetime. And that might just be the corporate world. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like certain companies have like sign on bonuses and, you know, when they have these hiring situations, they hire people at a, a a more lucrative rate than the people who are there for a while. Like, you know, if you jump off into some other shit that's making more than what you're making right now, mm-hmm. you better off than staying where you at and getting the small raise that you would have got. So like me personally, like nigga back in the day. I should be the king of dipping out on jobs, you know, because and you hear this shit from older people a lot. Oh, you don't want too many jobs on your resume. Mm -hmm. You hear that from employers a lot. You don't want too many jobs on your resume because it makes you look like, you know, you're not the type of employee that that they can retain. True. But while I'm here, I'm providing value. If you call any of my old jobs. I was always dependable. I always did what I was supposed to do. I was always a hard worker. So I'm a valuable asset, even if for a short time. You know, and a lot of times you got to look at life like that. Like what my episode was about to be about, what I had in mind was strategic loyalty. Because I also look at loyalty in a situation like that. Like a lot of motherfuckers are loyal to situations that are not beneficial to them. Whether that be a relationship with a mate that's treating them fucked up. Or a job that they know they being underpaid. Or they just in a city that they shouldn't be in. Like, you know, especially like California. A lot of us know California is very expensive. Mm-hmm. And you can get a lot more bang for your buck in a state like Texas or Georgia. Or somewhere like that. And I'm just thinking the places that are metropolitan and somewhat close to California in the dynamic of how the city works. It's a fast moving place, even though it may not be as fast moving as California is, but it's a place that has something of a California flavor. Like you could still get down and move and shake like you did in California. Mm hmm. You know, so it's like a lot of shit like that. Like a lot of motherfuckers are literally scared to leave California. Even though if you went to, say, a Las Vegas, you'd you do well because rent cheap, jobs come easy, but motherfuckers is like, man, I can't even imagine myself in a, a, another place. But motherfuckers are scared to step out their comfort zone. Me personally, I'm, I'm, something, I'm something like that, honestly. I don't want to leave California. Like, I enjoy... I don't even go to the beach. I enjoy just knowing I got one there. Yeah, because uh, in, in, in the process of you getting the crib, we talked about uh, you, you shaking Cali. Oh, hell yeah, because I, I was going to dip. <clears throat> like, you know, me personally, you know, as much as I'm big on my comfort zone, I'm big on loving California because it's a great place. But at the same time, if I know I'm if I know I'm a flourish somewhere else, I'm willing to leave. Right. You know, and that was the thing. Like, I, I was I was weighing the pros and cons, and this is the advice that I give everybody. You got to look at what's for you and what's against you. 
Like, really sit there, write it down, get a good look at it. Like, is this serving me? Because people waste a lot of time in their life in situations that are not beneficial to them. Like, they'll be at a dead-end-ass you know, dead job. Mm-hmm. And they like, well, you know, it's paying the bills. It's paying the bills. And somebody will literally tell them, hey, man, my job making more money up here, man. You know, we doing good up here. And they be like, yeah, but I got seniority here at this job. And they're like, oh, how much you making? And they like, shit, I'm making 18 an hour. They're like, shit, nigga, we starting at 22. And they like, yeah, but I got to start at the bottom. You taking the fucking pay cut for seniority? And I know a lot of people like that. Like, I remember when I left school bus driving. Mm-hmm. Nigga, when I drove school buses, we was making like $12, $13 an hour. Nigga, I was going to another company that was literally starting at like 18 and I go to, you know, because me, the, the type of nigga I am, if I'm finna go eat, it ain't nothing for me to go tell the niggas who I fuck with to come eat. Like, hey, nigga, it's this spot right here, nigga, they making whoop-de-whoop, nigga, you should pull up. Um, I, I just applied, nigga. I just got my first check, nigga. My first check fatter than the fattest check that I got at this place. And motherfuckers literally was telling me, yeah, but I ain't gonna have no seniority. I'm gonna be starting at the bottom. Nigga, I got a regular schedule. I got this, this, and that, nigga. I got full benefits, all this shit, nigga. I'm over here bubbling. They like, yeah, but you at the bottom. Excuses. Exactly. Like, and you know, like I like I was saying, like niggas just want to be above the people around them. Like, you only want to be rich so you can have more money than all the niggas around you. You don't want to be rich for personal reasons. You want to be rich for external reasons. Like you want to be rich so you can stun on niggas. Like, you know, like I, I always say, niggas rather be a a thousand a dollar nigga in a hundred dollar neighborhood than a million dollar nigga in a five million dollar neighborhood. Like you rather be the, the the top broke nigga. And me personally, I don't give a fuck. Long as I'm rich, I could be surrounded by niggas all richer than me. If I'm the brokest rich nigga, I'm still a rich nigga. Message. Nigga, some niggas would rather be the top nigga at the bottom. That's that's not how I get down like that shit is stupid to me but that's a lot of motherfuckers mindset and you could tell by how they get down like the the niggas who who show off stupid shit like oh look I got this I got this Gucci belt nigga you ain't even got a car or you know you you got a fly ass car but you don't got a spot like niggas be flossing upside down backwards and all types of other shit and I'm just like my nigga like I, I don't I don't see where the fuck your mind frame is at with this shit. Like that used to be like one of my uh my key points a lot of times when niggas would try to shine on me with some trinket type shit. Mm-hmm. Like I remember uh <clears throat> back around the fake Jordan craze. There there was one nigga who I knew who wore real Jordans. So he was clowning me for my fake Jordans. And he was kind of he was kind of getting me. I'm like, "Oh, damn. Oh, this this doesn't feel good. <laughs> so I had to big bank Hank his ass and be like, oh, you know what? I got a couch. He was like, what? It's like, I got a couch. You got a couch? He's like, fuck you mean do I got a couch? I said, the couch that you sit on when you play video games, does it belong to you or your mother? He's like, what the fuck that got to do anything? I said, nigga, my couch is mine. So you might have real Jordans, but I got real rent to pay. I got a real fucking apartment. That nigga was shooting with a twenty two. You pulled out the nuke. Exactly, nigga. Like, <laughs> nigga, can you fuck a bitch in those Jordans? Because I could walk around my spot naked. You can get a bitch off having Jordans. Yes. But when it's time to fuck her, you have to take her to your mother's house. You have to get permission from your mother. Me? I bring a bitch to my spot. I'm telling the bitch, yeah, nigga, pull up. Here go the address. Just walk in. I left the door unlocked. You can't do that at your mama house. So enjoy your little shoes and I'm going to go home to the place that belongs to me. You know, a lot of motherfuckers is flossing wrong. Me? I don't get down like that. But, you know, that's that's kind of off topic when it comes to thinking outside the box. You know, my shit is just get above where you're at. Get out of where you're at. If you don't Honestly, enjoy where you're at. 
get the fuck out. There's always a way out. A lot of motherfuckers feel like there's no way out of the situation that they in, and that's not fucking true. You know, a, a lot of motherfuckers is, is, is literally trapped in a cage that they create for themselves. Mm. Like, I call a comfort zone a cage. A comfort zone is just a comfortable cage. It's a comfortable mental cage. You know, you can get out of any motherfucking thing. Like, you know, nowadays with the invention of the internet and all of this access that we have to so much information and so many people that you can talk to and so many industries and so much shit like that, like, it, it's literally no job you can't get out of. Like, back in the day, if you had a job that was quote-unquote good, you wasn't even thinking about looking for another job. You like, nigga, I make $15 an hour, nigga, here, doing this? Shit, I'm set. Now, nigga, you go on Indeed.com and search in, you know, the shit that you do, and shit just gonna pop up. And it's like, damn, nigga, they got motherfuckers making way more than me in this shit. I'm tripping. I'm making 15. These niggas starting at 22. And it's a lot of shit like that. But you got to be willing to make that leap. Because, like, I started out driving school buses, and I enjoyed that. But in order for me to get with my wife, my wife was like, I don't fuck with niggas who work at my job. I'm like, Shh, nigga, bullshit ain't nothing. I'm out of here. <laughs> I quit. Like, straight the fuck up and down, nigga. Like, I ain't never been the type of nigga that was scared to make a move. Like, nigga, I'm, I'm, I busted a move, nigga. Like, I liked her so much, I was willing to, nigga, take that, that leap, nigga. I was going to go work for another bus company. But, again, you know, when it comes to me and new information that I feel is beneficial to me, one of my partners was like, hey, the truck driving school is open, nigga, and truck driving make way more money than this shit. School busing was out. Nigga, and I became a motherfucking truck driver. You know? And shit went how it went with me and my wife, who at the time was kind of my girl. I ended up losing her. So, you know, it, I kind of, at the time, felt like the gamble didn't pay off. Or mm -hmm. it didn't pay off in the way that it, it was supposed to when I originally, you know, like a lot of times you take a gamble and just because you might not win on the front end don't mean you can't win on the back end. Mm -hmm. You know, just because you lost a hand of poker don't mean you lost a game. And, you know, that's, that just comes with perseverance and stick-to-itiveness. You know, a lot of times you got you to gotta be able to stick with some shit. Even though you might fall and bump your head, you know, it, it ain't about how many times you fall. It's about how many times you get up. You know, the, the the winner is the motherfucker who get up more times than they fall. And, you know, you just got to remember shit like that, you know, because a lot of times you, you might take a, a, a small loss and that might be the one loss that you take before your victory come. You know, so when, when it comes to a situation where you take an L, just look at it as a lesson to keep on pushing because, you know, losses. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Overstock's red tag sale is here, and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold-weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. This ain't permanent. You know, they're, they're just a, a, a stepping stone to what you're trying to get to. You know, just because you trip and fall don't mean you lost the race. So, you know, like, when it came to that shit, you know, me, me and her broke up, but I just kept on grinding, you know. And it, the crazy shit was she was low-key out of sight, out of mind. Like, I, I was hitting her up, and, you know, this is just my personal persistence. Nigga, I called her every day for two months. 
Like literally every single day, nigga. Monday through Monday, nigga. Call her. Leave a message. Hey, this is Anthony. You know. <laughs> hey, you know nigga for real nigga leave his whole name. Nigga on God, nigga. I'm like, yeah, this is this is Anthony. I'm I'm just calling you back, you know. I know things didn't go the way they were supposed to. You know, I just want to call you and explain. You know, the next day. This is Anthony again. You know, I'm just hitting you up. Maybe you didn't get the message. You know, maybe your phone was off or something. You know, I just wanted to talk. Nigga, next day. Hey, this is Anthony. I don't know what to say. Just hit me back. Nigga, it just it just started getting desperate. Like, damn, I got a new job and shit. I wanted to celebrate. I don't even got nobody to celebrate with, man. I'm depressed. Please just hit me back, nigga. I'm talking about, nigga, two months. Then it was like. I had to snap out of it like, nigga, who the fuck are you to be calling somebody damn near crying in their voicemail? She probably listening to these motherfuckers laughing at your stupid ass. Laughing with her homegirls. Exactly. Shit. Playing it for them. Listen to this bitch ass nigga over here crying over me. Nigga, I got this nigga whipped. You know, so then the nigga just was like, man, fuck that shit. I got to keep on motherfucking pushing, nigga. I'm a goddamn player, nigga. Like, nigga, you know how many motherfuckers out here... Breaking they motherfucking neck to fuck with a nigga like me. And I'm over here crying over your ass. Fuck that shit. So, you know, I got back on my one-two shit. You know. And I just kept on working. And again, when it came to me in the truck driving industry. You know, one of my uh my trainer gave me like the, the, the greatest piece of game you can give a motherfucker. Which was, now that you got this CDL, you hold all the cards. You know, when when you have something that is of value, a skill, a talent, you become the holder of the cards. And this is with anybody, any motherfucking in the industry, homie. I don't give a fuck what you do. You fold boxes, drive forklifts, flip hamburgers, any of this shit, homie. As long as you got a skill, there's nobody who could literally, I ain't going to say tell you what to do, but there's nobody who could tell you where the fuck you stuck at. You ain't stuck nowhere, homie. You only stuck because you feel like you stuck. Your job can't sit up here and punk you and talk stupid to you and treat you fucked up. Like, if you in a situation where your job doing some bullshit to you, bounce. Because you can leave. If you drive a forklift, trust me, there's other places that's hiring truck drivers. If you fucking, I don't know, flipping hamburgers, nigga. If, if, you, if you at McDonald's and they treating you fucked up, there's always Wendy's, Burger King, In-N-Out. You know, th- there's always something you can do. Like, motherfuckers be sitting in these fucked up situations like, nigga, it's crazy to hear a motherfucker sit up here and complain about their fucking job all day. Every day. Like, you know, there's these motherfuckers that just hate they fucking job. Like, they just hating life. You know, and a lot of times, like, I be telling them, nigga, that's on you. That's your fucking bad, homie. Like, me personally, I'm the type of nigga that just enjoys complaining. So I'll complain about my job, but like I tell niggas, Boy, if they wasn't paying me this motherfucking money. Because, honestly, I enjoy my job. I tell my niggas all the time. Like, when I be at work and all my coworkers, we be in our little sewing circle, which is not really a sewing circle. We just all be on our fucking headsets <laughs> driving. But, you know, we all just sitting here complaining. Man, these motherfuckers ain't doing this. Man, I didn't get the route I wanted. Man, I ain't go where I want to go. Man, this was some bullshit. And I'm like, yeah, but ain't nobody leaving. Because we all a bunch of paid motherfuckers doing very well in life. And we all really just happy. But complaining is fun. You know, I tell motherfuckers, you know, it's cool to complain. But at the same time, nigga, you know, you, if, if you're not fulfilled, if your complaints are becoming too frequent and too sincere, you got to get the fuck up out that motherfucker. Because me and my homeboys, we just enjoy complaining, honestly. We be sitting there talking all that shit, and then we go jump off into our nice vehicle and go to our home that we own. You know, like some motherfuckers, you know, that's it's just it's it's just a, a, a time passer. But nine times out of ten, motherfuckers who complaining, they ain't passing no goddamn time. They really fucked up, and that's what you gotta analyze when it comes to you complaining. Are you just? shooting the shit because you feel like blowing some breath or are you really feeling bad because a lot of motherfuckers go off into depressions behind shit like that like feeling trapped feeling helpless feeling like they can't do something just like women in abusive relationships whether that be physical abuse domestic abuse physical 
um, you know, financial situations where you feel like you with a motherfucker and if they shake you, you're going to be on your ass homeless. <clears throat> Trust me, you ain't stuck. The only motherfucker sticking you there is yourself. Like, and that's, again, in anything. Your only, like, it's just like the, um, I don't know if it was like a real experiment, but basically it became like a parable of the frog in the jar. You know, they put a frog in a jar, and then they screwed the top onto the motherfucker. So the, the frog tried to jump, hit his head. Tried to jump again, hit his head. Kept jumping, kept hitting his head to the point where he was like, man, fuck this shit. I ain't hitting my head no more. So once they realized after a while, the frog stopped jumping. They screwed the top off. The frog still didn't want to jump. Because in his mind, he was going to hit his head again. Mm -hmm. When in reality, the lid was gone. And that's what happens a lot of time with people. You know, something happens and it goes fucked up. And then it happens again and it goes fucked up. And it happens again and it goes fucked up. And they decide, fuck this. I ain't doing this shit no more. They just completely fucking quit. And you can't do that a lot of times. When it comes to shit going fucked up, especially if it's something that you really love, something that you're really passionate about, don't never turn in your passion. Even when it comes to you 40-year-old rappers. Nigga, if, if it still ain't working, keep on rapping. Just get a job. Rap on the side. Keep your passion, nigga. Keep on rapping. I don't give a fuck if you garbage. Don't never let your passion go. Because a lot of times, that's what get motherfuckers up out of bed. The thought that they might become the next Rick Ross, T-Pain, you know, I'm trying to think of rappers who got on when they was older. Even like a Jay-Z. I think Jay-Z was damn near 30 when he got cracking. You know, so shit like that. Like, you know, keep hope alive, nigga. But don't let nothing fuck your passion up, especially if it's something that could really be lucrative for you. You know, a lot of times motherfuckers be, you know, oh, man, this shit ain't working. Man, fuck that. Because I tell niggas all the time. I'm the type of nigga that I think fuck the box. I ain't never been a type of nigga that I felt comfortable being stuck in a box. Like I was telling my homeboys, like, if I was in slavery, I'd probably been dead. Because I'm, I'm not the type of nigga that's cool with bondage. A lot of niggas is afraid of the uncertainty of freedom. Because if you think about any type of freedom, freedom is very uncertain. Like, the, the freedom to do anything is uncertain. Like, say, an entrepreneur. When you become an entrepreneur, it's a lot of work to be free. Like, just think about the dynamic of a, a slave who broke into freedom. Because I forgot who I had this conversation with. I think it might have been one of my co-workers who was kind of like, you know, he didn't believe in slavery because he didn't think that people would be able to be mentally stuck that long in bondage without trying to break free. And I told him, the thing about freedom, and that's in today's world as well, freedom is scary. Freedom a lot of time is more scary than bondage to certain people. Because when they thought about freedom, they thought, okay, let's just say I escaped the the plantation. Now what? Now, if another person catch me, they going to kill me. If the police catch me, they going to kill me. There are people literally paid to catch slaves. And I'm going to end up on another plantation. And they really going to fuck me up because I'm a runaway. They going to treat me fucked up because I'm a runaway. Because runaway slaves always got the worst treatment. They'll cut your foot off. You know, they, you, you see the, the pictures and the videos of the motherfuckers tying niggas to horses and tearing them apart and doing all type of shit. Mm-hmm. They cut Kunta Kinte's foot off. So it's like when you think about that, like, damn, if I get up off this plantation, the worst of the worst can happen to me. So as bad <clears throat> as it is on this plantation, I'm going to deal with this shit because at least I got both my feet. You know, a lot of motherfuckers, that that was the the thought process. So it's not that far from my realm of understanding to see why a motherfucker would stay on a fucking plantation. Because when you think about what the freedom of those days entailed, it's like, yeah, we could be free, but at the same time, what the fuck if this shit don't go right? We could literally get killed. 
Like I, I got kids and shit. Like, and and this is again to bring it to to today. You know, you you want to be an entrepreneur, but you like fuck. I gotta feed these kids. I got a wife. I got bills. I got rent to pay. If I quit my fucking job, I'ma lose my benefits. If my kid gets sick, entrepreneurs don't have benefits. I, you know, what if this shit don't go right? And like I tell niggas, stick to you know, keep a keep a nine to five to pay for your dream until your dream could pay for itself. Yes, sir. You know, so like I'm podcasting, but I still got a job. You know, like I'm I'm not a full time fucking podcaster yet. But that's the fucking plan. The plan is for me to do in life what makes me happy and also get paid for it. And I feel like that should be everybody's aim in life. But a lot of times motherfuckers would rather just be happy with doing what pays them as opposed to both being happy doing, you know, like doing what makes them happy for money. A lot of motherfuckers like, man, fuck the shit. I'm just going to keep on dropping garbage trucks. Or I'm just going to keep on working at the, the county building or whoop de whoop And it's nothing wrong with that, especially if, let's just say, you know, because some people, that was what they wanted to do. That's like, true, too. If you grew up wanting to be a firefighter, nigga, don't let me tell you, no, nah, fuck firefighting. Be an entrepreneur. Because a lot of times when you'll watch like a Grant Cardone video or like some of the shit on YouTube, they basically shitting on all the nine to fivers. Like, man, fuck that. I, I I couldn't see myself being a fucking employee. Employees, you're you're just a fucking cog in the wheel of the corporate whoop de whoop and you're just lemmings and you don't have your own free will. Come on, be free like me. And it's like, nigga, who the fuck scrubs the floors in your office building? If everybody's a boss, there will be no fucking employees. We can't all be the fucking chief. We need Indians. We can't all be the coach. We need players. Everybody in life has a role. So if if you're comfortable in your role, honestly, because, you know, this shit ain't for the people who are, let's just say you're a social worker and you enjoy being a social worker. Like, this is what you wanted to do. This is what you wanted to do when you was little. You passionate about this shit. This ain't for you. My advice to motherfuckers like you is get a passport, travel, and enjoy your life when you clock out. You know, because even with that, like, I know niggas who, who got good jobs are successful hustlers because, you know, I know some street niggas. So they, they doing well in the street. You know, they passing. They getting money. Mm-hmm. I tell my street niggas all the time, get out. Go hop on a flight. Go see some shit. You you got the money. Go to fucking Punta Cana. You know, go to Hawaii. Go to Jamaica. Go to anywhere. Go to Florida. Nigga, go to uh, Phoenix. Like, think about it, my nigga. We from L.A. Mm-hmm. Every motherfucker from L.A. in the surrounding areas, when it's time to go out of state, where do niggas go? Vegas. God damn. It's sad. Every motherfucker in L.A. Vegas is like East L.A. East, far East L.A. Because every motherfucker from out here want to go to fucking Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know how many niggas ain't never been to San Francisco? I like San Francisco. Fuck them streets, though. Yeah. Because I'm afraid of heights and they it, steep as fuck. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. But San Francisco's dope. Dope as fuck. Phoenix is dope. And it's just as close. Like, there's places that are just as close. But again, niggas is so comfort zone. Niggas is so stuck to this box that we all put in. Everybody want to go to motherfucking Vegas. Like, that's the only destination. Like, I know niggas who have been to Vegas literally 30 times. But ain't never been to Phoenix. Ain't never been to uh, Frisco. Ain't never been nowhere else. Like, me personally, I want to go to Canada. I want to go to Toronto. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like, that's the type. I, I just want to go somewhere I ain't never been and never really would have thought to go. Because as a truck driver, I've been all over the country. And that was part of what gave me the perspective on this shit. Because, like, I enjoyed Birmingham, Alabama. 
I had fun in Memphis. I have, nigga, I had so much fun. One of my favorite places I've been is North Carolina, both Charlotte and Greensboro, which I probably never would have fucking heard of if not for me being a truck driver. Nigga, Greensboro is cracking. Like I said, if I was to, like, just... If I had to leave California, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. North Carolina is <clears throat> top three in my places to go. As far as just visit or live? Live. If I had to leave California, I'd, I'd move to North Carolina. I thoroughly enjoy North Carolina. There's a lot of black people doing well in life in North Carolina. Like, um, especially because there's a lot of black colleges in North Carolina. That I didn't, you know, that was some shit that just never crossed my mind. But, like, when I was in Greensboro, niggas, like, four black colleges just in Greensboro, North Carolina. That's dope. Yeah, niggas, I'm, like, moving around the city because we got, like, a a layover out there where we had to spend the night. So, it was out there two days. And just, like, walking through the mall and going to restaurants and shit like that, I'm just, like, I'm seeing a lot of niggas in, like, Mercedes and BMWs and Corvettes and, you know, motherfuckers coming up out the Louis Vuitton store, two big bags on both hands. Like, these niggas getting money out here. And and they upscale African-Americans, not just, you know, street niggas with big fat chains on rappers and hood niggas like, you know, 40-year-old women coming up out the Louis store bagged up like, you know, older gentlemen hopping off into the, the brand new German engineering. Like, damn, these niggas out here eating. You know, and then, like, some of the stores I would go into. Like, uh, they had, like, the, you know, like, the little African shop ran by some some black lady. Like, you know, she was like, yeah, it's a lot of black entrepreneurs and people out here that are doing very well. And I'm like, damn, you know, what's the the correlation? She was like, what you mean? I'm like, why is all these well-off black people in this one place? And she was like, a lot of us went to college out here and never left. Mm. And I'm like, no shit. She was like, yeah, we got UNC uh, something. And then like North Carolina A&T and they got a couple black colleges in the area though. Right. So she was like, a lot of us came down here from college or for college and enjoyed it. And I think that's what happened a lot of times in Atlanta, why so many well-off black people, because they got those black colleges down there, niggas go for college and stay. Hell yeah, because if you if you made what, let's just say, if you made, I don't know, you can make 30000 probably a year out there and be fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So imagine... If you making like seventy five and up, or even a little lower than that, you you be wonderful. Yeah, you be you be doing very well. Cause like when I was gonna move to Arizona, one of the things that stopped me from going to Arizona, and again, it's it's just this comfort zone shit. Like like I tell motherfuckers a lot of times, when it comes to the advice that I give on this show, sometimes I'm low key giving advice to myself because I'm not fucking perfect. Like I'm not speaking from the glass castle on top of the fucking mountain. Like I'm a regular motherfucker. I, I just have a certain perspective. So this show is me giving my perspective on shit. It's not 100% correct, nigga. This is just a lot of times my opinion. I It's too much game because I feel like I'm a game dub motherfucker. I feel like my opinions come from a place of logic. Game is pretty much just my, my fancy term for logic. You know, so a lot of times what I say is logic. And again, it's logic from my perspective based on my experiences, things I've heard, read. And things that I know. So, back to that shit. When it comes to what made me not move to Arizona, honestly, 
when I went to the motherfuckers out there in Arizona at my job when I was getting ready to transfer, I asked him, how much are the drivers at my experience level making? He said 70000 I was like, that's a big-ass pay cut. And he was like, yeah, but out here, that's going to go way farther than your 100000 in California. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, but that 100000 sound real motherfucking good. I like making 100000 a year. I like saying I make 100000 mm-hmm. And again, this is me being a, a, a slave to a number because I could have hypothetically went to Arizona with that seventy. And probably got a nicer, bigger house than the house that I got right now. Yeah, you remember them houses we was looking at? Exactly. That's what I'm saying, nigga. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Go around nigga. the whole house and shit. Nigga, I could have been sitting in some fat shit. But I like saying I make 100 racks. But honestly, outside of that, the determining factor, even more than those numbers, was it don't get 125 out here, my nigga. It don't be 104 at night out here. Because that's what really, like, when it came time to, again, like I tell people, because this is how I do my shit. I write down the pros and the cons. My pros of moving to Arizona was fat-ass house. You know, I'm going to be doing very well. The The house that I get is going to be close to the job, so it's going to be very convenient. It's a, a, a change of, of scenery. You know, I'm going to be exposed to a whole lot of new shit, which is going to be dope. But the cons were I'm leaving my state, which is, you know, my family, all my familiar friends and things of that nature. The pro was it's not that far. So if I did have to come to California, it's only like a four or five hour drive. So that's cool. But, you know, my 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 in-laws watch my kids. So that's going to be an inconvenience trying to find new child care as opposed to trusting a stranger to watch my kids, which is something I'm I'm not comfortable with at all. Not in 2019, not ever. Exactly, and like I was telling my wife, <clears throat> she would have to quit her job. For that to really work, she would have to quit her job, and she don't want to do that shit. So again, you know, I, I weighed my pros and cons, and it just was more beneficial for me to stay in California. So I did stay in my comfort zone. But again, like I tell people, if if the 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 con the, the pros outweigh the cons when it comes to leaving, you should leave. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of motherfuckers, they know for a fact that where they at is worse than where they could go. But where they at is comfortable. Just like the slaves who stayed on plantations. Slavery is fucked up. But to them in their personal mind, what was more fucked up was that freedom because the freedom is uncertain when it comes to the freedom. The thought of the said freedom was I could get killed. I could get my fucking foot chopped off. I could get put right back onto a plantation in a a fucked up position because I got the runaway tag on me. So I think I'm just going to stay right here in my comfort zone and chill. So, you know, just my advice to people in general Always weigh the pros and the cons of where you are and where you're looking at. You know, the grass ain't always greener on the other side. You know, I tell motherfuckers, a lot of times the grass looks greener on the other side because you're too busy looking at the other side to water your own fucking grass. But a lot of times, if the grass is actually greener, water your shit and then look at they shit. Weigh what they shit looking like. Look at what your shit looking like and make an informed decision on whether or not you should leave, you know, because a lot of times it might be more beneficial to stay where you at. But a lot of motherfuckers is basically fucking up their potential or they wasting their potential because they stuck in their fucking comfort zone. And a comfort zone is just a fancy mental cage. So. Always think outside the box because at the end of the day, it ain't really no fucking box. There's no real limits other than the limits that you put on yourself. You know, you you can go as far as you want to go as long as you're willing to do all the shit that you got to do to get where you want to go. You know, it's just like when you play Grand Theft Auto. 
and they got the little fucking boundaries on that motherfucker, like the dark part of the map that you ain't seen yet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like fucking like uh, the Lion King where he like, don't go to that shadowy place. Me personally, I'd I be like Simba, fuck the bullshit, nigga. Let me go check that motherfucker out. Mm-hmm. You know, because it could be the hyenas, but it could have been some dope shit. Yeah, and 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 not having a or or you know flying and not having the ceiling can work in all aspects of life. It can work in uh uh dating. You know, you yeah. can, you can get out your covers on the type of people you like. I mean, go holler at a dime, nigga. You know what I'm saying? If if you've been dating the same type of motherfucking ain't been working, maybe it's time to change. Hell yeah, bitch, go uh, get a square. It can go from fucking uh shit that you eat. You know what I'm saying? You go eat you some escargot or something. <laughs> Y'all do that shit. <laughs> I'm know, a food racist. You know <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm not eating escargot either, but Yeah, I'm a food racist. You know what I'm saying? It's just some just something different. Yeah, uh, it might be fucking delicious though. I won't find out. Yeah, well, see, me, like, uh, I, I I try a lot of shit. That's how I found out I didn't like a lot of shit. Because, you yeah. know, like, you know, your grandmother and shit be like, try these damn chitlins, boy, you might like it. My grandmothers would not let me not try shit. So a lot of shit, I tasted. You fuck with chitlins? No, didn't like it. I can't, I can't get past the smell, B. Me neither. But, see, my grandmother, she, she cleaned chitlins very well. Mm. So... Me just mentally knowing it was chillings, man. Be like, uh, no, I don't want to taste. Nigga, don't even stink. I know, but I'm uh, mm, cool. It's that mental. Yeah, exactly. But eating, eating ass before Kevin Gates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now look at all you niggas eating ass. Women, ain't y'all so happy Kevin Gates is out here? Now you're getting your ass ate. They didn't even want their ass ate before they Exactly. Y'all motherfuckers wasn't even thinking to ask a nigga to eat your ass. Now you're like, you know what? That sounds enjoyable. Might want my ass ate. Damn rap music. And what's sad is bitches out here eating ass. And and, and proud of it. Nigga. That's the biggest that's the the biggest wow factor when a bitch brag about eating ass. Ain't no fucking way. I like I I couldn't even look I couldn't take you serious if you offered to eat my ass as a woman. <laughs> like if, if 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 I'm in a sexual situation with a woman and she say some shit like lay on your stomach. I'm like bitch get out my goddamn house. Yeah. Man, I only lay on my stomach to go to sleep. All that extras? Mm. Nigga, I lay on my side. I just I might wake up you know, stomach yeah. down. Yeah. But you don't fall asleep. Nah. Nah, no. Nah. nah, nigga. I, I ass up. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> I ain't going to sleep with my ass in the air, dog. Technically you know? it's not in the air. You, you yeah, know. exactly. Like, you it's know, you you, you ain't tooted up. Yeah, it ain't it ain't just fly. Yeah, I ain't <laughs> never tooted it. If you toot your ass in the air, nigga. Um, but you know what? It's crazy cuz toddlers. Yeah. Little kids, I don't know why they. I I, I used to kick my son, Deuce. Jazz out there. What you, what you doing? I guess because it's it's like similar because they came from the, the fetal position. Yeah, exactly. Like, that, what that's what I'm saying. So like, I don't fault them. I don't be like, oh, my son gay, he got his ass in the air. Like, no, nah, nigga, that's just what little motherfuckers do. Now cut it out. Exactly, nigga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I'm I'm gonna push you, nigga. I'm gonna kick you, nigga. Lay down, straight. <laughs> Straighten your body out, Extend son. Extend your legs, nigga. Yeah, nigga. Straighten your body out, son. <laughs> Just like when they bend up. Bend your knees, nigga. Get your ass out there. You'll thank me later. But yeah, I, I couldn't have a woman try to eat my ass because there's no manly way to get your ass eaten. Yeah. Not 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 one position, nothing. Nigga, whether you land on your back with your legs in the air, that's not That's masculine. not, no. You for damn sure not finna turn over with your ass up. In in doodoo brown the position, leg, the legs in the worst is I mean legs in the air is the worst. Yeah, any nigga like lay on giving his, birth. Yeah, any nigga lay on his on his back and his thighs and pull is, it and pull his legs back. Yeah, man, towards his shoulders. Yeah, you need your ass kicked, man. You're trying to get your ass licked, but you need your ass kicked. That's gross. I I don't even like when the water splash up when I take a shit. Oh man. I don't want no moisture near my ass. 
And see, this ain't even too much game shit. This is cat versus dog shit. I'm over here <laughs> talking about getting my ass ate on too much game. This shit is not shit. my bad, y'all. Because the a lot of the, the the people who enjoy too much game don't really fuck with cat versus dog and vice versa. So I'm like, now you niggas is getting a little piece of the cat versus dog shit. Even though I'm calm, I'm not cracking jokes and shit like I do with CJ. But... I'm just gonna drop the mic, fuck it, nigga, cause goddamn. This was just so unorthodox. But anyway, if you would like to support us financially, it is townhousemedia.com slash. I mean, no, it's patreon.com slash townhousemedia. So we talk about eating ass and shit, fuck the whole shit up. But it's patreon.com slash townhousemedia, town e house media. And support all of the townhouse media podcasts. Seriously, not another podcast. Friday nights at nine. No rules. Wednesdays around five. Five, five, five thirty. It's somewhere around here. Cat versus dog. Sundays three, three thirty, three ish. And too much game. Round five ish. All of the townhouse media podcasts are the ish. Yes, we are. Motherfucking shit, goddamn it, fuck the bullshit. Check us all out, motherfucker. But anyway, I'll be back with you motherfuckers next Sunday, round five ish. Same bad time, same bad channel. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much gang. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.